From MPB Think Radio, this is Now You're Talking With Me, Marshall Ramsey. Hey, it's a show about the most interesting people and stories of Mississippi. As your college student heads off for the first year, you know that there will be challenges ahead, both for him and for you. So our guest today is Mashanya Wren Coleman, who's director of the First Year Experience Program at Jackson State University. And she's here to talk to a little bit about those challenges and how they can help make that transition a little less stressful. Plus, we'll talk about the latest headlines and the weekly roundup. And, hey, we want you to be part of the show. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can email me at marshall at mpbonline.org. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio, and we'll be right back after the news. MPB News is leading the way, covering stories that matter to Mississippians with five first-place awards from the Associated Press, including breaking news, radio achievement, and public affairs reporting. Your source for a deeper look at today's top story is MPB News. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. All right, welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. Happy Monday, by the way. Back to school time for many of you across the great state of Mississippi and all the surrounding states that we cover. Uh, A lot of parents are going, all right, all right, we're free. They're on their own now. We don't have to deal with them. I tell you what, though, we got mixed emotions in the in the Ramsey household. We'll talk to you in just a second about that. Tell you what, we got a really cool guest today. I've been talking to her a little bit. She and I are kind of um, got to be related because we're going through the same thing. You know, your daughter just went to college the first time last year. Mine is my son's going this year. But Mishanya Wren Coleman, she's the director of the first year experience program at Jackson State University. And um, we're going to talk to her a little bit about the program. And I tell you what, uh, I can remember getting thrown into the University of Tennessee, all nearly 30,000 students, you know, and suddenly one day I like get thrown into the, I mean, literally, I knew one person when I went to school up there and suddenly there are 700 people in my first biology class. And I'm like going, oh no, you know, I mean, it was just, <laughs> it was like drinking from a fire hose yeah. and to have this just... I mean, um, kudos to Jackson State, but so many colleges are doing it, too, because I know my sons, uh, where he's going to college, they've got it all pretty much mapped out, and they have been kind of working on them all summer, and he's, you know, orientation was really, really thorough, and he's got, like, he's in the Honors College, so he's got a lot of different things planned this week, so just that transition time, because, you know, you know, we were going to theme this show is when I was your age, I had to walk to school for five <laughs> miles in the snow with a hot potato. Um, but, you know, it, it has obviously kids now have uh, kids, kids, you know, 18 year olds. But I mean, they have a lot more things they have to deal with than even we had to deal with. And it is so, funny. You say they have a lot more to deal with, but almost they have a lot. Like it's a little less to deal with. Yeah, here comes the hot potato exactly. speech right, right here. Right here is the hot potato speech because well, I mean, I know, have, well, they have technology. We, right. we didn't have like we, online registration, exactly. and yeah, we and had to do it, punch cards. Right, and it made it it makes it a little bit better. But again, like you said, they have to know how to maneuver through those websites. And if you're still, if you don't understand, most teens now they know how to go on a website and do whatever. But the parents now, like I said, that's the learning curve now. The parents. Yeah have to uh, savvy through online and doing fast fun things like that. So I know Mashanya is here to talk about a lot of training they do in high school for the uh, parents and the kids to get them ready for that freshman year. So yeah. A lot of things that oh, you can do to prepare for this time. Because like you said, don't just throw us in. Uh, you learn by trial and error, but it's so scary well, when you get when you leave your child. And really, it starts mm-hmm. you know it starts way before because I mean everything from the FAFSA, mm-hmm. you know, yes. all that, trying to figure yes. out financial aid mm-hmm. and figure out how you're going to pay for this yes. and then you know you're it's like okay what classes do they need and so forth and i, I was like oh i mean thankfully i married up in that department because <laughs> if my son had to depend on me to get him through there um he would probably not be going to school this year oh, no. but he but thankfully amy was able to do a lot of things yeah. but i tell you what it really hit me this morning when I'm sitting there talking to him, you know, he went out and worked out this morning and, and of course we got done and he got back the same time I did. And we're just sitting there talking to each other and I'm like going, oh my gosh, I won't be able to do this next Monday. 
that is like blowing my mind. And so I, I wrote this little uh, note to my parents. They're not longer with us, and obviously they can't read Facebook, but I did put this on Facebook. I, I said, Dear Mom and Dad, you're not on Facebook anymore, and I pray they don't have it in the great beyond, but let me just write a quick apology. In the fall of 1986, I was so ready to get up to the University of Tennessee and start college, I just couldn't wait. So when the day came, I put 101 Willard Drive, where I lived, in my rearview mirror, and except for breaks and a two-year janitorial MDA newspaper work moment, I was as good as gone. And then I got married, and I was gone for good. I I never thought for a second how you felt. See, this week, I'll know as your grandson heads off to college. Uh, Dad, I understand that look on your face as I drive off. And Mom, I understand now why you always had one more thing to show me before I left. I get it. And while it's part of growing up and perfectly normal, I apologize. Your empathetic son, Marshall. So there you go. As I just threw my phone down because I have to wipe the tears out of my eyes. I mean. You dropped the mic. I did. <laughs> That's yeah. what you did. No, I dropped my phone. But anyway, it's pretty close. Gosh, it's just hard to believe. It is. Yeah. It's a lot. You know, what's funny is that you're going through the college and I'm going through she started in high school. Yeah. So it's almost the same feeling, not the same as leaving her, because I don't know how I'm going to be able to get through that. But having uh, my daughter start high school Wednesday, yeah. I think I'm more nervous than she is. She's like, saying she's excited. She can't wait. Yeah. She's already been, like I said, acclimated with the basketball team and started playing this summer. So she has a little crew, a little clique. Exactly. I kind of like that. We toured the halls yesterday. We met her teachers yesterday. I feel a little less nervous but just Wednesday when I drop her off and she says don't walk in with me oh, <laughs> bye yeah. just drop me off I know where to go mom bye Ex- exactly you know have a restraining order on you you yes. have to drop her off 500 yards <laughs> exactly. from the school exactly. but you know I'm just it, it hits you I all know. of a sudden it your does. child now I have four more years to relish her being in the home with me and and being in her business it goes by <laughs> in a blink in a blink, I tell you. It now, does. my my it second does. one is going into 10th grade, but since they have a ninth grade separate school, this is really his first year in the big school, too. And, you know, tonight we've got my wife's got her back to school night because she teaches. And then my youngest son has Kung Fu, which is pretty important, too. And then my middle son has his, the same thing that you did yesterday, going through the halls and looking for mm-hmm. his classes. And I'm thinking all that. And he has to go represent the athletic department because he's an athlete. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go to an elementary school and wear his uniform and say hello to the parents. All this is happening at the same exact time. And thankfully, my oldest son is still around so he can take his brother to to the high school because this is our second kid going to high school. So we don't have the same nerves you've got. We're kind of like, by the time the third one gets there, we're going to be like, we're we're not even going to slow down as we push him out of the car. (laughs) It's like, dude, I mean, seriously, we, we, we looked around and we realized we didn't have any pictures of him up. Because it's like, oh by the time you get gosh. to your third picture, your third kid, you like quit taking pictures. So we went out and got a photo shoot done of them and everything. Yeah, please like, make them feel special. We felt guilty about it. It's, it's like, funny. Darn. My parents, look, it's two of us. My sister is three years older than me, yeah. but they have way more pictures of my sister. Uh-oh. Uh, I okay. mean. Uh, well, I'll just lie down on the couch here. We're going to analyze this. They have, a pa- uh-huh. they have a painted portrait of her standing on this thing, and, and I'm like, Oh, my God. Michelle, did, would you like me to paint a portrait of you and we can give it to them? A cartoon. Yeah, draw a cartoon of me and then I'll shoot it to my oh, dad. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to paint one for oh, you. you can do, okay, you can yeah. do that, too. That'll be nice. Oh, it'll be lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And give it to Daddy and uh, let him say, see? see? Now see. Exactly. I'm I'm really the chosen one. I- <laughs> That's funny. That's that funny. Is. Oh, I know. I, I know oh my, my my parents like I don't. I don't we don't have a favorite kid. We had to pay too much money for all three of you. Right. I think like, my dad was, is listening actually right now. He's probably going to call me. Yeah, I noticed the phones are lighting up. Yeah, he's probably going to call uh, right after the show. That's funny, uh, Michelle. Yeah, I think we actually probably need to counsel Michelle here this whole show. Actually, <laughs> so I, wait, let, let's go back before we talk about <laughs> yeah, counseling. Yeah, you don't know that this woman has. We have a very special bond. Um, yes, I started Jackson State in nineteen. 92 uh, just and, a kid. and didn't do what I was supposed to do. And what's funny is Java and Java and I talk candidly about when your parents work at Jackson State. So funny. You have the, you get something in your head and you feel like you're special and you don't actually have to do what everyone else mm-hmm. does, like go mm-hmm. to class. So I felt like I had this pass, this special hall, magic hall pass. See, I had that same attitude mm-hmm. and my parents didn't teach it. Oh, my so, God. So. so I went to class when I felt like it. Yeah. So Mashanya would tell you that when I made my mistakes and I grew up 
coming back and tagging, putting your tail between your legs and going back yeah. to the college that you messed up in when you were 18 and 19 and yeah. having to ask for, not basically almost ask for forgiveness with the financial aid department, mm-hmm. go to admissions and tell, write a long history about why, why? you messed up. They make you do that. They literally make you write. You really? You wow. have to co- to come back so to the to wear, college. You had to like wear a scarlet F on you, right? <laughs> but no, that's funny. I love that. But the reason I'm saying this story is because this woman right here, uh-huh. I was so distraught. I'm like, oh, my God, now mm-hmm. I'm an adult and I have to start all over. And what if I don't make it? I had so many mm-hmm. doubts. She walked me through the process. She helped me get the classes I needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say a great counselor, and she was a counselor then, yeah. she walked me through the process of getting back in school and and as like you said once you make mistakes you realize how important education is exactly and going to class and when you have to pay for it yourself this time that makes total, all the difference in the world it's, it's totally funny is. how your grades get so much so better much when better you're writing when you the check pay. Oh, it is, yes. it's amazing i tell oh, you yes. i took a class when i was a grown-up and i like had 109 average in it because i was like i'm a grown-up now man wow. i'm gonna do really well i mean the first time i went through i was like Pfft. Right. But I tell you, a great counselor makes all the difference. And my first counselor in college, literally, when I went in and said, I want to be the cartoonist for the local the school paper, and she said they already have a cartoonist. She actually said that to me. So I naturally walked downstairs, beat the guy out, and did it for five years, and I'm now a cartoonist. Oh, the second one I had was I had switched over to the College of Business. I mean, I literally was floundering because I was not your typical business student. I mean, I was more probably – I'm an artist and all, I had all that, you know, left brain, right brain thing fighting each other. I got the best counselor in the world. And she looked at me and she took the curriculum and she just went, tore it up right in front of me. And she said, we're going to write you out a new curriculum because you have got some serious gifts that we need to make sure that the University of Tennessee really helps you with. And that's what a counselor exactly. should do. Exactly. Oh, yeah. She's they now, she's now the head of the business uh, co- uh college at the university of iowa that's how far her career went after that point wow. she was special and i just i mean i love her. she's she's literally why i'm sitting here right now wow, oh, wow. and speaking of why i do want to say Mashanya, i've never told you this but thank you number one yes and i'm almost done with my master's degree in clinical mental health counseling you need to write a letter to her saying thank you <laughs> and to her look to the dean of her department say yes. you know what you need to give this woman a raise because exactly. back in in undergrad no but that is how what a counselor can make a difference in your mm-hmm. life now that mm-hmm. i'm almost getting this master's degree and i can look back and look at all the doubts i had about mm-hmm. going back to school maybe mm-hmm. i shouldn't i'm too old i've messed up once what if i do it again she dispelled all those uh mm-hmm. thoughts in my head and mm-hmm. said you know what that you was in the past this. exactly yeah, you can do this C- come back this. and start over fresh mm-hmm. and it's it's wonderful i wish you were my banker <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be super. I tell you what, though, this is really the thought that I think we all should walk out of this show with today is that you can make a difference in somebody's life mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, yes. you, and you never know exactly. who that person's going to be. Mm-hmm. It, it's just incredible. I guess yeah. we'll take a break and come back and talk with I think we got. I think we got the show off to a good start. <laughs> we did. We're going to have a great one. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll take that quick break like Michelle's talking about. And, of course, Michelle Wren Coleman is here. She's director of the First Year Experience Program at Jackson State. This is Now You're Talking, only here on MPB Think Radio. You're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio. We appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns.
All right, welcome back. This is now you're talking MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. That gets us off to a good start. I love that. Our guest is Michonne Yaroon Coleman. She is in here dancing to the music. Oh, yeah. Actually, she's doing some head dancing. <laughs> the rest of her kind of still, but her head's going all over the place. It's great. Director of the First Year Experience Program at Jackson State University. And uh, just a quick program note. At any moment, Java may burst into the studio and defend his honor after Michelle threw him under the bus in the last segment. Just to let you know, a little MPB infighting we got going on here as well. And I want to throw a quick shout out to Ezra. Uh, Wall, as you know, Ezra, of course, from morning in the morning, he went to go see Jimmy Carter and actually heard him do a Sunday school lesson today. So I've got some serious Ezra envies on that as well. Mm. Well, Michonne, you and I were talking a little bit. You said you normally get really nervous about doing these kind of shows. I honestly do, because I never know how the setting is going to be. And for some reason, I, even though I know exactly what I want to say and yeah. how I want to say it, but it's always those butterflies. I don't know. I don't care how many times I do this. There, there are always these butterflies. Really? And it may be just the excitement of it all. But I see, that's a, that's a trick. I mean, you use those butterflies for energy, and that makes for a better better performance right yes that's why i'm speaking i mean when i do this i get nervous when i speak and i speak all the time yes okay okay so you're good okay you're good i mean look i'm not mike wallace this isn't 60 (laughs) minutes we're not going to expose oh now in 1974 we know what you did exactly you're like i was just a kid so now actually you probably weren't even a kid at that point i was a baby you were a baby i know because i'm much older than you i can tell by looking at you okay there you go Okay. okay um flattery over tell us a little bit about yourself Okay, I am Shania Ring Coleman, as they have said, and I mm-hmm. uh, am the first year experience director at Jackson State University. And what I would just like to add at this very moment is that we, I am passionate about what I do at Jackson State University. I started out as an academic advisor, and as Michelle shared with you earlier, it sounds it, like you're a miracle worker. You know, it is what we do with those students yeah. that makes my day every day. I even tell my students on a day-to-day basis in the classroom or as they come in and out of my office, whatever you do in life, make it something that you are so passionate about that, you know, it's something I'm excited about getting up every morning to do. And that's just how I feel about my job. And I tell individuals, you know, I can do this anywhere. Right. Because it's my calling. So whatever I can do to make my my students feel good about learning, uh, my students transition to be smoother as they come in to Jackson State University, that is what I'm here to do. I want the parents to trust me. Right. You know, because you're dropping off your baby. Exactly. <laughs> As you and I were talking about earlier, yes. it's like, oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. You're dropping off your, your babies. Baby. Yes. So, you know, and I had to also have that same feeling when I dropped my baby off last year when she started, you know, college on last year. So I had to have that feeling. And, yeah. you know, so that's what the same thing I give to these babies. I expect those persons where my daughter is to give that same um, that same thing back to her. So that's why that's why I love what I do. I love it. And that's why that's one thing I've enjoyed about getting to know you. Just it's like the passion just shines. It really does. So you can tell you love what you do. Um, uh, Back to Michelle for a half second. You were talking about, you know, the students when you were an academic advisor and the Mm -hmm. ones that were coming back and the Mm -hmm. ones those students end up doing really well, because if they're hungry enough to come back they're probably hungry enough to go ahead and push through. And they're the ones that usually turn out to be a success in life, aren't they? They are the ones. They are the ones. And we really, um, I really like to brag on students who uh, definitely come through our summer developmental program. And those are those students who probably didn't quite meet the admissions process or didn't make the, have the GPA or the ACT score. But those students who come through that summer developmental program, and when you see them excel. Yeah. You know, when they go beyond the undergraduate degree, they get a master's degree, they get a Ph.D., and you follow them through their careers and they think the great things that they do, you know, those are the students you just, you know, you just wow about them. Right. Because they could have given up. Right. You know, it could have been a dis- discouragement for them to say, oh, I'm not going to be able to go because I don't have the ACT or I didn't have the GPA. But that program and with those individuals who are excited about having them there and feeding into them. And not allowing them to give up, 
they push their way they push their way through. Well, they truly understand that walls aren't there to keep them out there to right. see how bad they want it. That's right. And they want it enough and they get over the wall. They get over the wall or kick it down. Yeah, exactly. Or exactly. dig under it or put a door something. in it or something. That's something. They definitely <laughs> you know, you've been at Jackson State for a while. I've I've taught a couple of classes out there. I love the students. It's just it was a great experience for me personally, but also I, I think the kids got a little bit out of it too. Mm-hmm. I see kids, not that much. I always. Oh, it's kids. a habit. It's a habit. It is. We all do I know it. it. I, I feel so it. bad about that. But yeah. you, you've seen the you've seen it grow up quite a bit over there, haven't you? I have. Yeah. I have. I have. Um, as I said, starting out as an academic advisor, and from academic advisor, I actually became the coordinator of advisors. And from there, I'm now the director of the first year experience. Yeah, how so, did that how did that morph into the first year experience? The first year experience was already in place uh, before I became an academic advisor. Okay. A few years, so we actually started that maybe about ten, twelve years ago. So it was already in place. So the reason we have the first year experience is so that we can make sure that our new students coming into Jackson State University have a program specifically designed for them. So we're trying to make sure they get all the resources that they need, all the professional advisement that they need, making sure that their classes are, you know, making sure they're taking the correct classes and making sure that whatever it is to make that transition smooth and to retain them until their sophomore year, that is what we do as a first-year experience. So that is our task. We want to keep you here. What do we need to do to make sure that you stay here at Jackson State University? We were talking about that a little bit, you know, in the last segment. You know, all three of us, as we were coming in, it was almost like drinking from a fire hose because you go from a totally structured world when you're in, you know, K through 12, mm-hmm. and then you get into college and suddenly, you know what? Mommy isn't there to help you anymore. No. So, I mean, that well, I think what you're doing is brilliant. Uh, it really is. It, it's... There's, I mean, talk about that. When Do they have, like, programs that they go through, or how does that work? Okay. So as we are preparing now for our incoming new students, it's coming in August. So we have move-in day, Saturday, August the 11th. So through this week, this week, that, that throughout that week, we have specific activities, orientation, convocation, yeah. everything designed around those new students that are coming in that week so you can feel welcome. So you can ask any questions you may have, and not only just the students, because we also have a parent orientation that is going to be taking place. Before we even uh, started in August, we have also had summer orientations. So we've had a summer orientation in May. We had an orientation in June. We also had an orientation in July for those students who wanted to get an early on start. So we are the ones who are trying to make sure that we eliminate the excuses. So we are the ones that want to make sure that your answer, your questions are answered. You know, uh, everything is basically at your phone tip. Right. You know, isn't that amazing? <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously. I mean, because we didn't. I mean, have we were that. doing punch cards, weren't we? Or writing we on chalk numbers, whatever the yeah. case might be. We were just in long lines, and yes. we were waiting to move to the next long line. But now, students, there aren't any more lines. Okay, because we have pre-advisement in place where the students can get advisement online. Students can get advice through uh, making a simple phone call. All this information is documented. So there is no excuse. So we actually make that easy for you. It's very proactive. Okay. That's what I like about it. Exactly. Yeah. Even with financial aid, financial aid is on call. Oh, that's all the historically time. always been one of the more confusing things. That has always been the one that has always been the, oh, what can I say, the grave site for everybody because yeah. that's just like. You know, well, deadly. Did, well, did you find that? I mean, because I know in the program, I mean, you 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 have you have assessments, and we'll talk about the different parts of the program on that. But okay, did you? I mean, things like dealing with the bureaucracy has that always been a reason why kids have dropped out? Yeah, really. Yes, so. yes, yes. And 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 you know, when you think about that, some kids, you know, with the irritation and frustration. So depending on your background and when you think about first generation students, let's go with first generation yeah. students. Okay. So if you deal with first generation students and they have no one from the home to actually give them a, a an understanding of what it's going to be like coming into college, right? that becomes stressful. Yeah. You know, so if you're dealing with coming in and having to deal with financial aid alone, and not understanding all those documents, 
forms. FAFSA? FAFSA is what it is. You know, tax documents, if you don't have that information in order. And now it's even harder than it was when you and I were in school. That's right. You know, so if you're coming in as a first-generation student and no one has had to do this process, you need help. You need help. Well, I mean— I went to college, and so did my <laughs> wife, and I didn't find any of that real easy particularly either. God, I could imagine a student doing exactly. it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Exactly, goodness. exactly. And then, and again, you know, students who are having to take out the loans and things of that nature, having to figure out how we're going to pay this back, and even if you don't even get approved for the loan. Yeah. So that's where we also step in. How can I help find these students' scholarships? That's why we encourage parents and students yeah. to start doing research on scholarship as early as 11th grade, right. you know, 10th, 11th grade, to see what is actually out there for my for my child that will assist them with their college experience because it college is expensive. Yes, yes. It is oh, expensive. Yes. But, again, it can become affordable. But not going is terribly expensive, too. You know. Not going yeah. can also become terribly expensive. Prime example, I have my babies and my kids. Now my Here we go with kids. But my students and those who are close to me, I call them my sons and daughters. And I tell them all the time, all of them come here, become my sons and daughters. But I tell them. When you're working your hourly job, when you're working that fast food restaurant job and you're trying to beat the clock and you only have a 30-minute break, think about your degree. Right. Think about why you are pursuing this degree. Do I want to do this for the rest of my life? That develops your why. That develops your why. Why am I doing this? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So most of my babies, they really catch on to that quick because – I have to try to calm them down from wanting to be grown too quick. Also, while they're in college, That's because true. you know a lot, they're independent now. They're excited. I'm away from home, so now they want to get apartments. They want to get car notes, and they want to just do all of this. But yeah, <laughs> I try to, and I, I I talk to them as if I'm talking to my own daughter. You want to take advantage of this college experience. Take it slow. Don't try to grow up too fast. Get all that you can right now as a student. Right. You know, set your goals. See what's out there. And we always teach them to network. You need to be networking right now. Take advantage of internships. Whatever is available. Hands-on is going to let you know exactly what it is that you really want to do. I went into undergraduate, my undergraduate degree is in journalism. Worked for a major newspaper. I hated deadlines. I hated (laughs) the pressure of deadlines. I really, really did. So it wasn't until I... Which is all basically working for a newspaper. That's all working for a newspaper is. And you could be called at a drop of a dime where you have to go do an interview or whatever the case may yeah. be. And it was pressure. You have to have to want that. But I'm glad I had that experience because it also fed into what I am currently doing in my life. Right. But at the same breath, it wasn't until I started substitute teaching. So that's how far education has been in my life. So this is 25 years for me. So it wasn't until I started substitute teaching that I found my passion. So sub-teaching showed me that this is my calling. I have to help babies. See, that's why I love that. I love that you think of every student as your own. Oh, That's awesome. Yes. And you have to. You really do. Why don't we take a break? That sounds good. We'll take a break. And uh, tell you what, Michonne Ren Coleman is here, director of the First Year Experience Program in Jackson State University. I know a lot of you have got either kids going off to college or going back to school. So this is a great, great Great show for you, and I hope you're enjoying as well. You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-6474. If you have any questions, I tell you what, if you have any questions, if your kid's going back to school, this would be a great time to call. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio.
MPB News is leading the way, covering stories that matter to Mississippians with five first-place awards from the Associated Press, including breaking news, radio achievement, and public affairs reporting. Your source for a deeper look at today's top story is MPB News. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I tell you what, it's back to school time. Whether you're sending your kids back to elementary school, high school, middle school, but college. Now, college, that's one that uh, I'm doing that personally at the Ramsey household. It's uh, hitting me right in the gut. I got the feels this week big time. Michonne Yurin Coleman is here. She's director of the first year experience program at Jackson State University. Uh, you, you know, we were lo- talking a little bit off the air how. The really, I think the thing that gets a lot of kids is, like I said, they go from this incredibly structured world of mm-hmm. they go to have to go to high school and they've got everything planned out. They've got, you know, their schedule made out. They've got their whole day. You know, they have to be certain places. Man, you get to college. You don't have to go to class. A lot of your professors don't care if you go to class. Exactly. And you can just pretty much sit around and eat Twinkies and play video games all day if that's what you want to do. And guess mm-hmm. what? Uh, that first year, you're not going to be back after that. That's, so that's, you're so that's kind of the, that's what you're fighting against. Exactly. And I was just looking at some of the challenges of her first year. And, of course, that time management part and the challenges of responsibility, I think those two go hand to hand. And speaking of time management, with our university success class and um, a couple more of our other classes, we actually sit down and do a structured time management schedule for our students right because they do not understand time management uh, when it comes to college if you have an eight o'clock class on this side of the campus and then you have to have you have a nine o'clock class on the other side of the campus then you need to make sure that you're able to get from one side of the campus to the other side of the campus also if you're involved in student activities you also have to balance off your student activities as well with your weekly schedule Also, students coming transitioning in from high school have to understand that classes are Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or Tuesday and Thursday at Jackson State. So where they were used to going to school classes every day, Monday through Friday, you just spoke about that structure. Yes. Well, of course, at college, you have different days, you have different times, you may even have a night class or whatever the case may be. And if you procrastinate, you can get in trouble real fast. If you procrastinate, you will mess up. As simple as that. When you have assignments that are due, 10-page papers that need to be done, you can't waste time. There's you never been a good, a good 10-page paper written on the night before it's due. Exactly. <laughs> I can tell you exactly. that from experience. Exactly. So you have to learn how to balance that time, and we honestly try to teach our students to do that. We've, I've always heard, and the, the first thing they told us going into it is like for every hour that you have, like if you have a three-hour class, you multiply it by three. But you, you, for every hour you have of a class, you need to study outside of at least three hours. That is correct. So. And the, the same rule applies. Okay. Yes. So that hadn't changed in the no. last 30 years. No. Wow. The same rule applies. That's good to know. Yes. So, <laughs> you t- but I mean, and like I said, you're teaching everything from life skills to, to I mean, as simple as even helping them probably keep their checking account straight. You're right. You know. we, we also we started our, started our financial literacy uh, workshops on last year. We will continue them this yeah. year. So we actually bring in professional um, bankers and managers and uh, those persons to actually come in and talk to our students about balancing um, uh, their accounts, checkbooks, uh, credit reports, all that. Yeah. So we want to make sure that when they leave us, you're ready to be a productive citizen. Right. So we're not just going to give you the book sense. We're going to help you have some common sense. Well, that's what, you know, my wife and I with my son, he worked all summer. Uh, your daughter's like way ahead. I got to give her props because she's like, she's like an overachiever. But we just said, hey, take the summer off, relax, but go work. And you can have this much of your check for spending money and you're going to save the rest because mm-hmm. you're going to, if you're going to be spending money, it's mm-hmm. going to be your money. Right. So, I mean, but that was a really good way to start. But I'm sitting here looking at some of the things you're teaching. I'm thinking, I need to go take these classes. <laughs> so, I mean, I would think some of the parents probably ought to jump in there, too. Of course. Um, but what we're going to do this year in order to help educate our parents, and I'll mm-hmm. just throw this out for our parents this year, we're going to have a college prep for parents 101. Really? And we're going to start this. Um, this upcoming fall is the first Tuesday of every month. And our first one is going to be Tuesday, September 4th. And it's going to be in Charles F. Moore. You can always call me, email me uh, about additional information about it. But this is to assist our high school parents. So if we have 10th, 11th, 12th grade parents who are 
help trying to pre- getting ready to start preparing your child to come to college, this would be the session for you to attend because we want to educate you so you'll know how to better um, to make your uh, child's transition to college more smoothly. Yeah, that's that's huge. I was yeah. just thinking about that. What are I mean, OK, parents sitting down right now listening to this and, you know, they have no idea. Probably their first kid going to school. What are some tips that you would offer to help, A, the parent, but also help the parent get the kid ready, too? Uh, parents, I would encourage you, first of all, start your, don't allow your, don't allow your child to uh, settle for grades that where you know they can do better. Yeah. That's number one. Because, as you know, grades are very important. GPAs are very important when entering the college. The other thing I want you to do is start as early as possible, preparing them to study for ACT and SAT tests. Yeah. Here in Mississippi, it's the ACT. So those students, I can recall, and I, people think I'm crazy, but my my oldest baby took a pretest ACT in third grade. Wow. Third grade, my baby made a 13 on the ACT. Really? And that was just a preparatory um, test, you know, that she went through a workshop, sitting in the room with 11th and 12th grade students. So she made a 13, and that's just her guessing at answers. Yeah. So just imagine if you push your child to start studying now to prepare for the ACT examination and what they can be because those are that ACT score will assist in getting them scholarship money. Exactly. So you need to start doing that now. And one thing I can say, parents, save, save, save. Get some money. (laughs) And it happens so quick because I know my wife and I didn't do a great job saving on that. And thankfully, our son really nailed the ACT and his Mm -hmm. grade points were really good. So Mm -hmm. he's got most. But um, you start looking at some of those numbers and you're just like going. Yeah. Yes. These students are going to need more than just tuition. Yeah. Because you have to think about their personal supply, personal items that they're going to need, the books that they're going to also have to purchase. And I have, my daughter is in a major where she also has to do various um, projects right. uh, with her major. And each project costs me money. So you also have to look look at those things yeah, as well. Yeah, lab fees and all lab kinds of things. Fees, parking fees. Parking fees. Yeah. Uh, she has traveling costs because they also do traveling mm-hmm. throughout the course of the year to study different things. That costs money. Yeah. So parents, the other thing I would suggest, if your child is not going to be on full scholarships, save, save, save. save. Right. I mean, and there's some great vehicles out there that you can invest in. You yes. get tax free, and, yes. and, and, and and it builds really quickly. Uh, but yeah, that's because I mean, you don't want to be caught saying, "Oh, you know, you can't exactly. go." But exactly. I mean, but for the kids, there are opportunities for them to work and and make money on campus and be able to do that work too. study. Yes. Yeah, I, I tell you the whole ACT thing. If you can get your kid into an ACT prep class, and you're thinking, "Oh, this is expensive," no, 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 no. You don't understand. For every point you get. You get that much more money on your scholarships. It's worth it. But there are also free ACT workshops. And I tell people all the time, research is your best thing. Oh, yeah. Go out there and look. Technology is right at your fingertip now. Yep. So all you have to do is do the research, find it, and and take advantage of it. Right. Take advantage of it. Oh, I I was at a book signing, and my son called, and he was like a junior. And he called him, and he said, I got a 33 on the ACT. I just start crying. Oh, I, was, I love you. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah. I mean, but it just, it makes all the difference in the world. It does. Um, I was just thinking, uh, when, when a student comes in, how many hours they normally take? What's what's 15? Is that about average? Now we are doing 15 hours. Uh, yeah. Um, in the past, 12 hours was considered full, is considered full time um, as a, a collegiate student at Jackson State. But to get out in four, you really well, need to take 15, 15. hours yeah. or, more or more in order yeah. to get out. And it also will save money. Right, because yes. there is going to be a tuition hike every year yes. as much as everybody hates to do that. It yes. is, yeah, yes. so you're beating that curve. You've beat it, you are beating that curve. And then there are students who, if you choose to even go to college over the summer, may be able to finish out even sooner than that. I was one of those students who completed college my undergrad in three years. Yeah. Why? I chose to go year round. Yeah. And apparently your daughter's going to do it in like two weeks. Right. Yeah. I mean, she's already a junior in her second year. Yes. Yeah, yes. Underachiever that she is. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be working for her someday. So I just, just want to point that out at everybody a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked a little bit about some of the activities. Uh, so 
what, when does school start? I was just thinking it's coming up in a couple of weeks, isn't it? Yes, classes yeah. actually will start August twentieth. So when do the kids? When do the kids get there? The well, students. We, the this, students. Well, students. the students will. Our our incoming new students will move in on the eleventh. Yeah. Uh, but our football uh, football players, band members, cheerleaders, those individuals moved in on last week. So as soon as our freshman students move in this upcoming week. Our returning students will come in the following weekend, so they'll most likely start moving in that following Friday and Saturday and Sunday yeah. is when they'll start settling in. So at this point, there's a little bit of time between when they get there and the classes start. So what do you do? Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what what's going on in that time to help? Well, again, I say with the students who are coming in as new students, we have a week of activities planned for them. Yeah. And literally it's all day, every day. Yeah. So, for instance, Saturday we will have um, convocation practice. They will move in. We have a family cookout for our parents. And Sunday we will actually have our parent and family orientation. And then we'll also have the convocation um, for our students, incoming new students on that Sunday. Monday is the day we will actually start doing our ACT our, uh, assessments. So really? they'll do C-based testing, and C-based will be our examination. Well, we just kind of see where our students are from coming in from high school. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't place them in a particular class or anything, but it kind of helps give us an idea of what we need what we need to do. Well, I think as that's classes. brilliant. You're because you're kind of getting ahead of ahead of things there. Right. So we'll we'll do that all day on. Monday, so they are, and then there's a test that they would have to take for those students who are majoring in science. Uh, so there's a chemistry placement test, and those students who are majoring in music, there's a music placement test. Right. So Monday is basically uh, out for testing and anything that they did not finish up, if they have to do financial aid, things of that nature, and also um, we have meet the deans, so they'll have an opportunity to meet the deans for each college. Mm-hmm. Of we have um, scheduled times for that. And then we'll follow up on Tuesday where they will actually get academic advisement from our professional advisors. And that's to um, assist them with those students who did not get a schedule at all. So they'll get an opportunity to meet with professional advisors to get their class schedules. And if those students who already have their schedules, they'll have an opportunity to make any changes if they need to make changes. You may have those students who said, I know I can't make this 8 o'clock class so it would be best (laughs) that i change it to a nine or ten o'clock class so that would give them that opportunity on tuesday and then each morning they're starting out with our student government they have like morning energizers so they'll get the kids hype about what's going on throughout the course of the day and you know give them a spiel of where they need to be and we have our student leaders who will make sure that our freshman students always have someone to kind of guide them through the through the um, entire week and all the activities to be where they need to be, you know, for each time frame that we have set for the course of the week. Mm-hmm. It's time for us to take our last break. But when we return, we'll continue our conversation with Mishani Wren Coleman, the director of the first year experience program at Jackson State University. Plus, find out what you can start doing now, like we said, to prepare your high school student for college. We've touched on that a little bit, and we'll continue that as well. If you have any questions for our guests or you'd like to comment, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-6474. Or you can email me at marshall at mpbonline.org. Stay up to date by logging on to our website at mpbonline.org or use your mobile device and download our MPB public media app. This is MPB Think Radio, where Mississippi is our mission. 
Back to school means a fresh start, a clean slate. But since teachers rarely write on slate chalkboards anymore, it's a clean laptop or tablet, plus all the other school gear your child needs for a great year of learning. So when you're buying those school supplies, give yourself a great year of learning with all the news and quiz programs you love on MPB Think Radio. Keep those programs coming by rounding up your change from those school supplies. Go to mpbonline.org to see how easy it is. It's going to be a great year. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. Happy Monday. Great guest today. Hope you've enjoyed the show so far. Of course, director of the first year experience program at Jackson State University, Mashanya Wren Coleman's in the house. Uh, first of all, and I just wanted to say, I think it's absolutely wonderful that y'all do this. And I don't know where my son's going to school, they do a similar thing. And of mm-hmm. course, where your daughter goes to school, they do a similar thing too. And I think that's just kind of a trend around the, con- the country. And I think it's just absolutely brilliant. Yes. Especially if you want to retain your students to stay around for the next year. Yeah, what is retention now? I was just trying to think. Our our retention right now, we are looking at, we try to make sure that we stay at least at a 2% of keeping our retention rate annually. Yeah. So we are, right now, we are pretty good at with retention. So let me just say that. Yay. So, no. so you know, we don't, we don't have many baby, many of our babies leaving us. Right. So we're pretty much han- handling that pretty well That's right wonderful. now. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, that really is. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, the uh, number one a rule of what they said, eighty percent of success is showing up. That's right, eighty <laughs> yeah. percent of success is showing up. That's right. correct. So I don't usually quote Woody Allen, but that was one. <laughs> I'll, I'll quote him on that one. Um, we we talked a little bit about how parents can uh, prepare their students for college, and I mean I think it's worth mentioning again, just because um, people maybe mm-hmm. just now be tuning in. If you're you're say your kid's a sophomore or I mean, you start getting ready for the ACT, you start, start you know, hopefully you've been saving money up to this point because it, you need to be saving that or any other things that kids need to have, like obviously teaching them time management skills and things like that. So that when they come to you, even though you're going to teach them that mm-hmm. they'll already have a pretty good grasp of it. And let me let me also say something to parents as well. Teach your children how to be responsible and independent and also hold them accountable. Oh, no, no, no. That's just way too much work for a parent okay. to have to do. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. Know, I'm just kidding. Know, you know that, don't I you? I know, but that is so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have so, like again, as we were speaking earlier, we have so many of our students that come in just totally lost. And but it really starts at home. Yeah. It starts at home. So I ask parents to please start now teaching your children about managing their money. I ask you now to teach them about time management. Yes. Um, as again, I say about being independent, about um, knowing how to um, be secure because security is very important. You're you're coming to a campus of strangers, actually. That's right. You know, even though we try to do our best to make it as uh, much of home as we possibly can, but you need to teach your students, your babies, these uh, particular things. Um, we have uh, students that come to campus um, who really do not understand that mommy and daddy is not here to wake you up in the morning. That's right. You know, and we don't call you no. to wake you up in the morning. And so it's your responsibility to get up and go to class. Start that now with your students in high school or better yet, middle school, uh, elementary school, whatever, you know, let them know this is your responsibility. You know, I started that with my kid at kindergarten. If you want this, you'll go get this. And so I didn't have to wake her up to go to school. And I recall her principal saying, so you don't even set an alarm clock. No, I do not. I don't have to set an alarm clock. She knows every morning that she has to go to school. So that was not that was nothing that I had to do. But again, I say these are some things we have to start at home, parents. And, you know, and we'll continue the job once they come to college. But, you know, give us a little head start. Yeah. Make your kids do their own laundry for the first their senior year in high school. Exactly. Make them, you know. Otherwise, you're going to be getting a big pile of laundry every Saturday. Exactly. Teach them how to be independent. And that's one thing I tell people. I don't worry about the oldest. Now, this baby one that's coming up, that may be a different question (laughs) for me. But the oldest, that is something I do not worry about. That yeah. is that is an, an independent kid. Yeah. She really is. Tell me about Chat and Chew. Chat and Chew. 
is something we are doing this fall with our high school counselors. We are geared up and excited about this because, again, just like with the parents, we're trying to educate our counselors. We're trying to make sure that the information that you're giving giving the students in high school is accurate information as where, as far as how we uh, admit students into college, you know, as far as the recruitment process for college, you know, the athletic um Things that are uh, that are being looked at when students are being uh, recruited for different athletic um, programs in college. We're talking about preparing them for ACT, financial aid, you know, uh, the particular majors, the various majors that we have at college. Because, see, I guess this is where I am with everything. And we talked about this earlier. I didn't have this in high school. Right. I didn't talk to a counselor in high school. I talked to my counselor when I went to get my high school um, transcript in order for me to take to college. Mm -hmm. And so that is what I'm trying to give to the students. I want to make sure that they have that. And then also we want to make sure that the counselors understand about the dual enrollment program that we have at Jackson State University. So that's an opportunity for students to earn college credits right now while they're in high school. And I got to tell you, it is awesome when you start seeing how much tuition is every every semester. Yes, sir. When if things get out a year early. Yes, sir. Because they have been doing it ahead of time. Mm -hmm. That's really helps the pocketbook. One last bit of advice for parents out there on how to let go, because I need that right now. You know, I was a parent that didn't shed the tears because I felt like I had prepared my bird to leave the nest. So I trust God. And when I trust, and since I trust God, I let her go. So once you know you've done everything you're supposed to do as a parent, it becomes easier. Yes, it does hurt. It does hurt because you're sending your baby away, but you got to trust him to know that all is going to be well and you've done your job as a parent to make sure that they are going to succeed once leaving you. I thought I was going to maybe have to shoot my wife and I with tranquilizers, you know, <laughs> to get a blowgun or something. I don't know. No, I'll let no, you know no, how no. it turns out next Monday. Yes, You'll hear how, it, how we, after we do the moving. Look, yep. thank you for joining us today. And, of course, our special guest is first year experience program, the director of the first year experience program at Jackson State University, Mishanya Ren Coleman. Hey, look, if you missed any of today's program or want to hear past episodes, log on to our website at mpbonline.org. Now You're Talking is production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio. is produced by the amazing Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy and join us next week for more Now You're Talking, only here on MPB Think Radio.